grace and peace it's time for our morning walk <laughs> how y'all doing this morning this is the day that the lord has made and we gonna rejoice and be glad in it how's that it is a wonderful day it is a wonderful day if you woke up this morning it's a wonderful day amen amen and you know what and for those that didn't wake up it's a wonderful day as well because what in the Bible tells us to be absent in body is to be present with the Lord. At least we so we hope, right? Yeah, that's it. Listen, welcome to a moment in the Word. I am Elder Dana T. SM Outreach Ministry, where our motto is changing lives one person at a time through the Word of God. Right, right here in the city of D. We at. Yep, that's me. That's who I am. That's where we at. Yesterday, apparently. Yesterday's conversation that we had about compromising oneself, I must have said something that made some people raise some eyebrows that have a uh-huh moment, right? Some people that had some given some time to think about some stuff because you know what? Normally, usually, we get about mm, 150 views, right? We usually get about 150 views. Good morning, Phoenicia. Good morning, Catrice. We usually get about 150 views. But when I woke up this morning, we was well over 500. So you know what? If it was something that was said, listen, thank you very much to God be the glory for using me to give a message across, right? Because I'm just a vessel. And obviously, it's something that needed to be said or something to make people think about how we have become a people where we have started compromising ourselves, you know, in the church, in life, at home. We've compromised ourselves. You know, we, we didn't stop being true to ourselves. Then yesterday evening, we had a chance to get down to Cass Park and have talk about it Tuesday. And as the people, as the young people say, it was lit. <laughs> we, we had some stuff to talk about. And, uh, my bishop overseer, Dr. Joanne Baker had the, had the ability to join us, you know, through the phone. And she didn't even know that she was calling in during that time. So, you know, it was just a blessing all the way around. It was a blessed, a blessed time in the Lord. And I guess like this, everybody that needed to be there were there and prayerfully, hopefully everybody got what they needed. Good morning. Everybody got what they needed at that time. And it was just, it was just great, right? It was just awesome, so to speak. There was even a gentleman who was listening to us afar off, kind of, sort of speaking. You know, I think that's real funny when people try to be inconspicuous, you know, trying to act like, well, I'm listening, but I ain't listening, you know? So, of course, when we were done and after prayer had went forth, I invited him to come and join us next Tuesday because talk about it Tuesday is not just for women it's for everybody because it's always somebody somewhere that's got something to say you know I'm out this morning as I always am walking the dog and lo and behold there's people with their little dogs out and of course soldiers like is that a Scooby snack are we getting ready to meet by incident accident or what so Y'all bear with me just a second. I didn't realize that other people were out this time of morning because, you know, usually I'm out walking soldier and it's just he and I, so to speak, just he and I, but not this morning. Good morning. You can't meet no new friends this morning. Sorry. So anyhow, as I was, as we were out yesterday 
And even this morning, I was thinking about the word of the Lord, right? You remember this old song by this one hit wonder named Junior? And he sang this song, you know, take your time, young man. Don't you rush to get old. What was the name of that song? Mama said. Yeah, mama used to say. And so that brings me to our topic of conversation this morning. I, we touched on it yesterday, and I'm sure last night's version was going to be totally different from today, but it's still worth talking about. Let us pray. If you have your Bibles, let us go over to Matthew chapter 6, picking up at verse 9 through 13, where we recite the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Amen. All right. Come on, y'all. Let's get there. Our Father, call his name, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. So, you know, I was reading 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And when you read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it talks about love, right? And depending upon what version of the Bible that you have, it will say love or it may say charity. It just depends. But when you get past those scriptures and around verse 13, I think that is, you had Paul. Paul said this, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't have my Bible with me, but I think I'm pretty good at it. Paul said, um, when I was a child, I did childish things. And when I became a man, I put childish things away, Right? And he then he went further by saying, because when we look through the glass, that dark glass, and then get face to face, hmm, things is a little different. And good morning to everybody who's logged in since I started walking. Hey, Charlene, how are you, my dear? My condolences go out to you for the loss of your son. Um, and hello to everybody else. Anyhow, these are the things that... He said, and so it made me ask the question last night that I'm asking today. What would your adult self say to your younger self? You know, I, I, I know some of us have reached that age of our parents where we give that one line testimony that if I could, if I knew then what I know now, right? Or the fact that don't rush to get old because stay a child as long as you could because when you get old, you're, you're grown, right? That wouldn't be the some of the things that I would say if I had the opportunity to speak to my younger self. Can I share this morning? Because, see, I know everybody, I, it, some of y'all still ain't ready to be transparent about the truth. Some of y'all not ready to be transparent about what you've been through. And some of them, I wish I should have, could have, would have. Y'all not transparent enough to be honest with yourself. That's what Paul was saying when he said, when you look into that glass, you know, you can't get face to face with yourself. Some of y'all still hiding 
from the truth. I, it's, it's okay. I mean, it ain't my truth to tell, right? But I'm going to try to tell you something that lets you go to sleep at night. Something that, you know, stop you from tormenting yourself. And that's being honest with yourself. And I'm going to get there. I remember, and my friend Sharon Rowland, she probably remembers this if I bring it up to her. Years and years and years ago, I had a dream. Uh-oh, no, I ain't Martin Luther King either. But I had a dream, right? God deals with me in dreams. So I had a dream. And in this dream, I was getting married. And I was on my way to the dress shop. And when I walked into the dress shop, there was this beautiful dress hanging up in the in the rafters or whatever, whatnot. The dress was beaded. It was silver. Oh, my God. It was the most beautiful dress I ever wanted to see. And... As I told the lady in the dress shop, I want this dress. She looked at me and she said, this dress is not for you. She said, but I got a dress for you in the back. And so we went to the back of the store and she showed me these dresses. And the dresses that she showed me were absolutely deplorably ugly. They was just ugly. And the lady said, but if you put this dress on, it'll look different when it's on. So. I put the dress on and I stood in the mirror. And when I stood in the mirror, this dress began to turn colors. It started turning colors. And I was trying to get the dress off, right? Trying to get the dress off and I couldn't get the dress off. And I woke up, it scared me so bad I woke up. And when I began to pray and ask God for revelation, the dress represented the spirit of lust and the colors that the dress turned represented the folks that I had been with. See, y'all ain't ready for me this morning because I'm trying to save somebody and I'm trying to get you free because torment something else. And, 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 it, and it represented the people that I had been with. And that was God's way telling me you're not ready to get married because first of all, you got to be whole in body, mind, soul, spirit. You got to be whole because when you get your spirit with somebody else's spirit, see, because having sex just ain't it. You know, we think having sex is just it, right? Having sex ain't just it. You might go through the physical act. You might go through the ooze, the eyes, toes curling, you know, swinging off the chandelier, doing your Tarzan, oh, you know, because you, you, you getting it in, so to speak. But when it's all said and done, it costs you something more than a few minutes of pleasure. You, you understand? It costs you something more than a few minutes of pleasure because I used to say quite often a few minutes of pleasure is not worth an eternity in hell but see an eternity in hell is not a right now standard because you don't know how long it's going to be before you leave here but right here right now you going through hell because you can't sleep at night. You going through hell because every time you get somewhere by yourself, let alone when you get up and go to church in the morning, right? And then all of a sudden, you got the enemy playing through your mind everything that you done. All the sucking, all the back and forth, all everything. Yeah, I said it because it's grown folks, right? You, you, you go through all of that. You go, you go through all of that. 
And I know for me for a long time, I went through that, right? And when I did get married, even though I wasn't supposed to because I was out of the will of God, but I got married anyway because my flesh is still running me. So when I got married, it was a whole disturbance. You hear what I'm saying? It was a whole disturbance. When I got married, first of all, I married the first person that asked me to marry. He wasn't my husband, but I married him anyway because I had so much going on. I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want to be ashamed. Come on, somebody. I need y'all to talk about it. Then I turned around outside of getting married. I got married in some some compromising conditions because three days before I got married or two days before I got married, me and the brother had got to scrap and I had a bad, my back was hurting. See, because we around here fighting. Then turn around, once I got married, got home, his woman called. What y'all saying? I'm t- his, his woman called. You know, I was the one that was at home, but he had one that he was creeping with. And she called him. And he had to tell her, I told you last night that I was getting married. What? Well, then she told him something. I gave you a package that you wasn't ready for and it didn't come in the mail. So it took almost two weeks before I consummated my marriage. Oh. Oh, Lord Jesus, right? All of the drama that went along with that, it was right there. And I said, Lord, this is what happens when you are the will of God. So when Paul said, when I was a child, I did childish things. And now that I'm a man, I put childish things away. And my mind said, well, Dana, what would your older self say to your younger self my younger self i would tell girl listen to the voice of god i don't care what your mama say i don't care what your daddy say you listen to the voice of god god speaks to us in numerous ways be it through the dreams that he told me don't do it be it for the fact that, you know, that still small voice that gives you a scripture. Because I'm telling you, when it came time for the divorce, because of course you know it was going to end that way because it wasn't, it didn't start out right. And here I am, a woman of God, Holy Ghost filled, speaking in tongues, laying hands, watching the sick recover the whole nine yards. And then when it came time for the divorce, I'm sitting there saying, Lord, wait a minute. Why am I getting divorced? Here I am doing all of these things. And he said, and he said, and because first of all, you didn't get married when I told you to get married. You got married when you wanted to get married. You got married to who you wanted to get married to. You didn't wait on me. So what did you think was going to happen? You thought I was going to bless the mess? No. See, and that's what we do. We want God to bless the mess, right? You know, when we say our prayers, you know, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Wait a minute. What about that little part that should be in the middle that says, don't put yourself in a compromising situation. Every time we go against the will of God, we put ourselves in a compromising situation. And yes, God promised us in Psalm 91 that because we know his name, he would be with us in time of trouble and he would give his angels charge over us. But does that mean that we're supposed to tempt God? Oh, ain't nobody saying nothing. Okay, y'all ain't got to shout me down. It's okay. We, 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 
we not tempted, we tempting God. Because every time we go against the will of God, that's exactly what we're doing. We are tempting him. And anytime that we operate in disobedience, like I did, and many of you all are still doing, we tempt God. That's what my older self would say to my younger self. Listen and hearken to the voice of God. He will not steer you wrong because when my marriage ended and I died and went through my whole big spiel and remind God of who I am and what I do and what he's allowed me to do and the gifts that he bestowed upon me, he took me to Proverbs 9 and 6 where it says, forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. That was my exodus. That was my out, right? That was, that was my out. And even then, I still didn't let it go. I didn't let it go because I listened to that, baby, I'm sorry, I ain't gonna do it no more. Okay, all right. You promise? Okay. And then all of a sudden, now the divorce got canceled. And lo and behold, I'm saying back in the same foolishness all over again. And God turned around and gave me some band-aids and let me out. But when he let me out, I didn't come out the way I came out the first time. Amen. But he still let me free. I'm saying to you, God has a purpose and a will for your life. And he is all-knowing. He's everywhere all the time. God hears conversations that you're not privy to. He has places that you're not. He sees things that you don't see. He knows the heart of people. And this is not just for women. This is for men too. Because y'all get caught up. Because y'all turn around here and you get caught up in lust. Just like women do. You know that woman put her mouth on you. And next thing you know she done made your kidneys clap. And you just in love. Right? No you're not in love. You in lust. And God had a whole conversation with you. And told you what you should and should not be doing. He's giving you direction. Not just in the affairs of your heart. But even in the affairs concerning your pocket your finances. God has told you some things, but you went against his will. And when you went against his will, you out of his will, you looking for his protection. And he said he ain't finna bless no mess. But God, being who he is in all his sovereignty, because he loves us, because he has grace, he's extended his grace to us, because he's allowed his son to bear witness for us. He allowed his son's blood to be an atonement for you. He's allowed his son who hung on the cross that died for your sin and my sin. He knew that we was going to mess up. And because of that, that's the reason why we can cry out, Abba, Father. And we can approach the throne of grace and ask God for forgiveness. Ask God for restoration. Ask God to lead us back to where we're supposed to be. We can ask God to turn and make our crooked way straight. We can go to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. It was not your will, but it was my will. And I know that you created me with my own will and I allowed my flesh to make a decision for me that now I'm paying for. And, and then and there, God will step in and he will show you his grace. He will give you his mercy and he will bring not only redemption, restoration to your life. You understand what I'm saying? God loves you so much that, yeah, he did give his only begotten son. 
that whosoever and whosoever is not just me, but it's you and the folks that look like you, the folks that look different from you, the ones that walk different from you, the ones that smell like you, the ones that don't smell like you, the ones that the church don't want is the ones that God wants. Amen. Amen. He said that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What does everlasting mean? It goes back to that word that I used yesterday. Perpetual. Come on, somebody. Don't allow the enemy to hold you captive by the things of your past. Yeah, I know that you sit back and you sit back and you look at things and you start shaking your head, especially when you go to the bathroom in the morning, because it seems like more people get revelation on the toilet than anywhere else. Uh-oh, I done went to Medlin this morning. But people get more revelation in the bathroom. And the reason why, because it's at that time and place that there are no distractions. It's at that time and place that God has your full attention. It's you and him in the bathroom. Can't nobody say nothing to you, right? But it's at that time that you have your come to Jesus. Yep, I was me. I did it moment. But when you have that moment of reflection, it's at that time that when you allow God to step in, it shuts the enemy down. Amen. It shuts him down. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess him as being Lord and Savior. Jamila, what was it that I used yesterday? Oh, I'm sorry. Jamila told me to stop picking on her. Phoenicia, what was it that I used yesterday? Proverbs 10 and 22. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Amen. Amen. I know you did it. So did I did too. But God said, I can fix it. And when you give it to God, whatever your it is, whatever it is that your older self can say to your younger self, and I'm not even talking about 40 years ago. I'm talking about 40 minutes ago. I'm talking about just yesterday. Right. Because today you are a day older than you was yesterday. Whatever it is that your older self would say to your younger self, had that conversation because I know I did. My older self said to my younger self, listen to the voice of God. Listen to his direction because it'll save you a lot of heartache, save you a lot of money, save you a lot of time. And most of all, it will protect your peace. Amen. Amen. This has been a moment in the word. I love you. And there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. But love me back. And even if you choose not to, it's okay. Because I love you anyhow. Y'all keep me in your prayers. I'm going to pray for you as you pray for me. And if the Lord say the same, we're going to meet up next Tuesday at Cass Park. At the hour of 6 o'clock. So bring your lawn chairs, your bottle of water, your chips, whatever you need. Or you can be like Simone and just have a whole road show going, okay? She got paper towel, popcorns, freeze pops. She brought freeze pops, y'all. She brought freeze pops because she said it might get hot out there and we might be hot. She brought a whole pack of freeze pops, I promise you. And Elder Dana had blue juice all over her white pants. <laughs> but nevertheless, that's what it's all about. Fun fellowship candid conversations that lead to salvation hey cousin angela how are you love i didn't know that you listened to your cousin too amen 
Well, listen, for you all who just tuned in, y'all going to have to go back and do the replay. Amen. In the meantime, I want you all to continue doing the work of the evangelist. Share the word. Even if it ain't for you, it might be for somebody else. I love you. God bless you. And I'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.